Tino mai, haere mai, ki tēnei hōtaka. Welcome to the panel on RNZ National. Wallace Chapman here. Kia mou, tōno mai koutou katoa. Coming up, how are you spending your evening? Filling in the census? Harry Styles, pavement. Well, Harry Styles and the census, two topics today, just after four. Do you have a census question for us? Text me, 2101. Also today, East Coast group Manatai Tarafati was behind a petition calling for an inquiry into Forest Slash, and now they are recruiting a volunteer arm to research documents and reports going back decades on the issue. Also on the panel, there's a growing momentum into probing the profits of the main banks in New Zealand, especially at a time when many are struggling. Also, homeowners looking at the best ways to protect their property, and that increasingly includes seawalls. Huge expense. Do they work? We talk about that. And do you drink oat milk? Me? No way. <laughs> but an economist at 450 is a huge fan Huge oat milk fan, couldn't you believe it? He says it's a no-brainer. We talk about that uh, on the show. You can get in touch by um, text 2101. You can email the panel at rnz.co.nz. With me today, Nikki Bazant, writer, journalist, speaker, author. Nikki, great to have you here. Kia ora, Wallace. Kia ora. And Mark Knopf-Thomas, he's the chief executive of the New Market Business Association. He's with us. Mark, welcome. Kia ora. It feels like it's been two and a half, no, three years since I've seen you. Face to face, yeah. Yeah. Just been uh, doing the remote thing for a while. It's, it's good. To, wonderful to be back. It's nice to see you. Gosh, how are you? Good. Yeah, a bit hot and bothered by yeah. the traffic, but that's just back, Auckland being back to its glorious self. Back to Auckland days, <laughs> eh? Yeah, across town from Newmarket. Oh, no, by the way, just uh, this in Auckland, an AT statement uh, regarding Harry Styles concert, and we'll have more on this uh, after form. AT has 40 ambassadors out tonight to guide people with their transport options. Extra Northern Express services tonight. Integrated ticketing extended all day. Event buses, they started at midday and from 12pm under the end of service, all Onehunga Express services will make an additional stop at Penrose Station for Mount Start, for Mount Smart rather, in both directions to support concert goers attending Harrier Styles. So if you are going to the Penrose Station, that is about a 10 minute walk from Penrose to Mount Smart. We talk about that a bit more after 4 o'clock. Um, well, this is interesting, though. What's your passion? Is it surfing? Is it baking? Maybe fly fishing. Well, what about going to gigs? You might go to the odd band now and then. But for our next guest, it is all-consuming. Since 1997, he's seen over 3,000 concerts. He had a top 10 band list. He wrote as a teenager. He's seen everyone live. And on that, get in touch with me. What was your worst gig ever? And your best gig ever. Gosh, I have two for you. With us is Carl Locke. He was profiled on this by Amberly Jack and stuff. Carl, welcome. Oh, nice to be here. Thanks for having me. Can you recall your first ever gig? I can. It was uh, 1987, Crowded House at the Palmerston North Opera House. So Palmerston North Opera House, Crowded House. Any good? Ah, rubbish. No, it was great. It was, it was fantastic. It set me on a, a lifelong journey, actually. So, yeah. And wasn't it just that one uh, gig? Because you've, you've got the bug for live music beyond Crowded House at the Palmerston North Opera House. 
How did it happen? I've seen a few gigs, but nothing like this, Carl. Uh, look, I've, I've always been a music fan. Um, when I was a kid, uh, I, my parents looked after a rather large record collection for my, my father's brother for a while, and I consumed all this music and uh, started collecting records at garage sales and you know going around buying on, well, not online, it was by fax through magazines back in those days, and then just thought I'd go see a live gig. My parents let me go. I was not even 12 at the time. And uh, it just something that night struck me, and I just wanted to see more and more and more. Addicted, addicted to live music, Nikki Bazant. I actually loved that your first gig, Carl, was Crowded House in 1987, because I think that that was my first gig as well, not in Palmerston North, but in Whangarei at Kensington Stadium. And I, yeah, I thought that was an amazing concert too. Fantastic. Yeah. Life-changing. Amazing. What about you, Mark North Thomas? Are you a live fan? I am. First concert, concert, concert was actually the Wombles in Hamilton sometime yeah. in the 70s. <laughs> uh, biggest arena Hang for on, me. Lo- the real Wombles? <laughs> the real Wombles did a roadshow. Yeah, yeah, they did. That was cool. Uh, but my first big concert would have been um, in Birmingham NEC, and it was um, oh, Jim, married to Chrissy Hind, I've lost the name. Come on. Jim Kerr, lead singer of the great band. Simple Minds. Simple Minds, thank you. Oh, you've seen Simple Minds live. <laughs> yeah, that was just absolutely next level amazing. Yeah, it was brilliant. I need to see that. Okay, so Carl, um, you, you get a few freebies through your work, but you pay for plenty as well. Think of all the money you could have saved for like a, a new couch or a new barbecue <laughs> or a new surround sound TV. You know, something real, something tangible, because the thing is that live music is not tangible. You've got nothing to show for it. No, I'm just thinking maybe my wife's listening to this, and that's probably not the best thing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, look, I don't have anything tangible to show for it, but what I do have is memories. Uh, you know, you, you can't you can't replace those. Um, a lifetime of great experiences. You know, some people travel, and look, if you travel to Paris or London, you've got nothing tangible to come back with either. Um, it's a, just a, it's a different way of experiencing life. Gosh, look at listen to this. Philip says best gig. James Brown at the Apollo in Harlem. Oh, wow. What? Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Don says Mungo Jerry in the early 70s in Hamilton. The lead guitarist threw a wobbly because of the wet weather and stormed off the stage. <laughs> um, the worst gig ever, Eric Clapton. Really? Yeah. <laughs> not a, not the, a massive fan. The, no, 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 I'm not no, arguing no, with no, that. No, 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 we're not arguing with that. No, none of us. My worst gig ever. Have you, have you ever seen Snoop Doggy Dog, Carl? I have seen Snoop Dogg once at the uh, power station a few years back. Any good? I enjoyed that show, though. He was called Snoop Lion at the time and was doing a slightly different uh, kind of tour, but uh, that was the only time I ever saw Oh, no, I saw him at the um, Auckland City Limits as well a few years before that. So, Well, the, the show he did at the Super Top, the, the tent, it was terrible. He was off stage most of the time, backstage, doing God knows what. Uh, and he had come on. Rambled through his uh, through, through his gig, and the sound was absolutely terrible. It bounced off the tents. It's just no good. You don't want a bad experience. Although I never got to see the wom- uh, the wombles, so maybe maybe I missed something there. You jealous? Uh, very very yeah. jealous. Right now. So can I ask you the question then? Sure. You don't happen to be going to Harry Styles tonight, do you? I think we all know the answer to that. Yeah, I'm going to Harry Styles tonight. <laughs> Good on you, Carl. <laughs> How are you getting there? Are you taking the bus? That's a good question. Uh, very slowly, I would imagine. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, I'm taking the bus out yeah, from the bottom of the city there. Excellent. That's, that's amazing. So um, I understand that um, the passion for live music, and we t- we're talking not putting on a CD or an album. We're talking about this is about live. 
Um, we're talking to a person who's seen 3,000 plus concerts, and that passion is filtered down through to your whanau, huh, Carl? Uh, very much so, yeah, yeah, Mike. I'll, I'll be taking my older boy to Harry Styles with me tonight, and we're off to My Chemical Romance in Australia next weekend here oh, as well. So he's, he's certainly awesome. got the bug. And my, my little boy, he's 12, and uh, he was at Ed Sheeran with me the other week, and he's certainly starting along that track as well. Goodness, do you just go to everything? Uh, look, tonight, I would. there's pavements on tonight, there's, uh, I think, Stripers playing tonight as well, uh, but I'll bet Harry Styles. I try to go as much to as I can get to, yes. Extraordinary. And what made you choose Harry Styles over Striper or uh, Pavement? Uh, the fact, one, I haven't seen, I missed Harry Styles when he was the last time. I was overseas, seen another gig, funnily enough. <laughs> um, and uh, if I didn't take my oldest boy Jack to Harry Styles tonight uh, I don't think I'd, I'd be disowned as a parent so that, that was that choice was made for me. Unbelievable there are two that I missed out on and I want to ask you I missed out on two. Um, I lived as I've said I lived in a, f- a flat full of Pink Floyd freaks in fact it was called the Pink Flat because they were obsessives they went to Pink Floyd and they blew their minds Literally, still 35 years later, their minds are still blowing uh, for, you know, reasons. Uh, the other one was Miles Davis, Carl, in Wellington, because I wanted to go, but he was outrageously expensive. Is there a concert you'd love to ex- to have seen outside the Wombles? Yeah, well, see, the Wombles is going to be the obvious answer. But, um, no, look, in my lifetime, I've been fortunate. I got to see Bowie. I got to see Prince. I've seen oh, yeah. most of the artists I wanted to see. Um, you know, if I could have lived... Any other time, I would love to see Elvis, and I would love to have seen Led Zeppelin in their prime. But um, you know, just the, being born too late was the big issue there. I think. I love things. it, Carl. You're a legend. Stay passionate to music. It is such a wonderful hobby. Uh, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. That's Carl Locke there. He has been to 3,000-plus gigs, going to Harry Styles tonight. Um, first concert, Split Ends of the Majestic. The best-ever concert was, Margie says, Dave, D, Dozy, Mitch and Titch, an English group in 1966. Have you, either, have you heard of him? No. I have not. No, 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 no not? No. Not? Okay. Um, oh, jealous. Wallace, the best gig, Stevie Ray Vaughan, Palmerston North. What? The worst. Oasis. Wow. <laughs> that might have been during their fighting years. It might have been a bad night, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They had an argument or something. Yeah. Keep those coming. Extraordinary response to that. Nikki Bazant, I've been thinking. Well, just to change the tone a wee bit, I've been thinking, you know, about fruit and vegetables and how it's so expensive now. And this is an issue that's not going to go away. And we haven't, I don't think anyone's talked in a little while about this idea of taking the GST off fruit and vegetables. And I don't really know why. It does get raised, you know, every year or so. Someone will bring it up or there'll be some research around it or something. And usually what happens is that there's a flurry of uh, naysayers going, oh, you can't make that work. It's going to be too complicated, you know, blah, blah, blah. Rightfully so, though. Well, I don't see why it has to be complicated. I think this can be a really simple thing, and I think we should be talking about it. Is it time to have this conversation again? I don't see why it can't be really simple. And, you know, I was talking to a health researcher recently who said, you know, these decisions can be made about what's in and what's out. You know, there's the, the, the... 
objections are usually around all of the of the anomalies and the exceptions and the mm. things that are, you know, is this allowed Ooh. to be taxed and that. And I don't think it has to be that difficult. That's been off the radar for a bit. We might come back to it on the panel. Yeah. What are you, what's your sense on GST off fruit and veggies, Mark? Well, I think there's always been the age of, oh, it's so simple in New Zealand, the easiest GST yeah. in the world, blah, blah, blah. But actually, fruit and vegetables, it's a bit of a no-brainer. Other countries managed to do it successfully yeah. where they have exclusion. Like, I mean, Australia probably did it in a very complicated way with food. Yeah. That's the um, problem. Staples, the car belts are crazy. If it was fresh yeah. fruit and fresh vegetables grown from the land, pretty clear. Yeah, I think so. Is it, is it fresh that. whole veg, fruit and vegetables? Maybe you go whole frozen vegetables and that's it. That's it. Oh, you yeah. see, there you're starting to expand the criteria no, no, again. You just, see, you just, just, you just expanded your criteria. <laughs> okay, well, it's just not fresh, fresh fruit and veg. Snap frozen as So fine. Why, why, yeah. why then not include frozen? Well, I mean, if you want to keep it simple, just do fresh. Just do all the things in the produce section yeah. only. Fresh fruit, fresh vegetables, 100%. Why right. not? Why not do it? Mm. That's my question. Who agrees with Nikki? 2101. Mark, not Thomas. I've been thinking. Well, we, obviously running a town centre Newmarket, we have lots of issues with roadworks and things and developments and projects all the time. And I think we New Zealand, we do it very tough uh, in terms of our regulations around how we do projects and the things we've got to do to make sure things are safe from a health and safety perspective. So health and safety, obviously very important, but I think we may possibly be erring on the side of, you know, paranoia and how we how we deal with things. And I think we're at this opportunity now where, you know, we've had floods and, and a horrendous cyclone unleashing it horrible things around many parts of the country and there's going to have to be a significant rebuild for many roads and railway lines and bridges and all kinds of things and hopefully this is an opportunity for us because we are, as we all know, gold medalists at short-termism in New Zealand (laughs) Uh, if it's an opportunity for us to take a deep breath, look around everywhere in the world and see who's doing these sorts of things better than us, faster than us and as safe as us if not safer, Uh, because I think we just do it really tough and we We've got a very, you know, we've got a, a certain number of contractors in the country, many of whom may have gone overseas now for other projects. So we're going to have a bit of an issue to make sure we can get the country back up and running to a standard which is sustainable. Because you look around at some of the projects that have happened, and they haven't been that great. They've all had issues in some way, shape, or form. And look at some of the new motorways where they've had to do repatching very soon afterwards, or yes. I think Transmission Gully kills EV batteries. I've heard rumours around that because of the, the gradient or something. I don't know if that's true. but I don't um, know if that's true either. But yeah, we'll just find a, out for you. an opportunity, rethink how we do things and look at it, be better and smarter. No, very good. We are afflicted by short-termism. That's something that comes up every now and then, doesn't it? Yeah. We would be, you know, gold champions for every Olympic Games if there was a category for being short-term. Okay, very good. Amazing at it. Um, yeah, um, someone's grant asks, uh, what about the nuts? Nikki. You see, this is what, where it starts. Everyone just goes, what about this and what about that? What's well, a question? I'm just so asking isn't, the question. Isn't that a fresh vegetable? No, it's not. Well, I'm going to say that, yes, because I'm a huge <laughs> nut fan. <laughs> They're included if they're taking In, in the Wallace and Nikki tax scheme. The panel.